Ricochet right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast Season 3. This is Episode 2 and I'm your host, Fatty. I got my co-host with me, Zaid. Zaid, how you doing, buddy? Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to everyone who celebrated as well. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, bro. Merry Christmas to everyone who's listening. Um, it was a good it was a good Christmas. You know, finally, I've been waiting a very, very long time to stay home and just watch like the NBA Christmas special. Oh, man, Never. I thought you were going to say you've been waiting for a white Christmas because we got one this year. We did get a heavy one this year. Um, but, man, it was, it was a good Christmas, man. You spent time with your family. You get to sit around. Um, me, me and my brother sat around and watched a bunch of games together, and then we ended up watching games uh, that night together as well. Um, they were so bad, though, and we're going to talk about that. We're going we're gonna to talk about it. But, you know, a bunch of things went on this week. It's been just under a week since our last episode or kind of our season opener, essentially. And it's been a, a very strange week because a lot of things that we didn't expect to happen happened and the things, you know, that we did expect to happen didn't happen. So, you know, I'm just going to start it right off for us and, and get into the Toronto Raptors week. Tough. Tough. Tough, tough week. Uh, we started off... You know, 0-2, we, we fell to the Pelicans, we fell to the Spurs. Um, the Spurs, a bit of a closer game. It was a bit, it kind of came down to, I hate to say it came down to one call or two calls. It came down to a few calls, but, you know, it the Raptors just didn't seem to be able to take control of either of those games. Now, you know, there's some glaring holes in, in the team and in the lineups and it, in kind of in the coaching as well. So I'm going to let you start off with, you know what you think that the Raptors need to do to yeah to get better to to address these issues and and you know to really be able to come out strong next game and throughout the season. Yeah, absolutely. So from from what I saw in the first couple of games, size seems to be a big issue in the off season. Obviously, the Raptors lost Serge. They lost Marcus Saul. That's a lot of size. That's two mm-hmm. starters. I mean, Gasol maybe was coming off the bench for a bit, but that's two solid starting level bigs yeah. that you've lost in the off season. And you pretty much had no time to recoup that loss because you were the surge one was late. And by the time surge was gone, there wasn't much left in the market. Right. Uh, so they went and picked up Alex Len, who's a seven footer. Unfortunately, he hasn't seen the floor. And then they picked up Aaron Baines. Uh, he's been good. I like Aaron Baines, but he's not he's not the biggest of big men mm-hmm. on the spectrum of fives. That's he's on the on the smaller end of, of he's a more stretch five. He can shoot the ball. He can stretch. He's good. But I mean, he's not. He's not the big man, the size that you need because in that game against the Spurs, what I think it came down to is they gave up 14 offensive rebounds. That's 14 extra possessions yeah. for the Spurs. That last play we were talking about with uh, when LaMarcus Aldridge hit the go-ahead, uh, on the, it was like five or six offensive rebounds, and then he, t- he laid it in off the glass. Mm-hmm. Chris Boucher, and I mean, God bless his soul, the man had seven blocks. Shout yeah. out to Chris Boucher. Yeah, shout out huge. Seven shout out to blocks, Boucher, 22 yeah. and 10 double-double. Great game, but he had his hands on that ball maybe four or five different times, and he just got bodied out of the way. Yeah. Like, that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the day, right? Like, you need the size. You need to box out. You need to grab that rebound. You need to secure. You know, you you have a good defensive stop, and then you give up an offensive rebound. That's just a wasted defensive effort. It's it's frustrating, and that's what it came down to, among other things. DeRozan, I mean, he went three or he four from downtown. Out, he balled out against the Raptors. Bro. That was out of spite, man, <laughs> yeah. because game one, Always. he didn't even attempt a shot. Always. And then he Always. goes three or four against the Raptors, so it's ridiculous. But, I mean, shout out to DeMar. He, he killed it. But I think it comes down to, man, like securing that rebound, getting those extra possessions. The Raptors look really rusty. Mm-hmm. 
mm, yes. as it is. You know what I mean? They look really like Norm and Powell. What's going on with Norm? And and you talked about the coaching earlier. I mean, Norm's getting all the opportunities in the world. And I mean, I just saw a quote before we started here. Nick Nurse called him out, and we're going to talk about that. Um, but I mean, man, what's going on with with Norman Powell? What did he do? What did he do this off season? Norman Powell kind of always seems to be the one to to you know jumpstart late. He always seems to kind of like find his groove throughout the season, mid season. Then he starts to develop and progress. That's fair, right? He never he's never great from the get go. And you know, to just to address your Aaron's your Aaron Baines point, he's six ten. I, I searched it up. He's six ten. You know, obviously on the, on the spectrum of things, like you, like you said, he is a bit smaller. I was actually really disappointed in Aaron Baines because Stephen Adams ate his food, and I was just—I wa- don't know what Adams' stats is, but I was watching the game and I messaged. You, I was like, he cannot guard Stephen Adams, and Stephen Adams by no means is a crazy, severe offensive threat. So I was really concerned when Stephen Adams was able to get his in that game, and you know he's going to be going up against like against the Spurs. He's going up against Lamarcus Aldridge. You know he's going to be—he has, has to go up against. Anthony Davis. He has to go up against against um, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic. There's a lot of very good fives in the league that we really need Aaron Baines to be able to play defense on these guys. And he's not so much of a rim protector, I would say. He's one of those guys who draws the charge and um, plays positional defense. So we really need him to play a lot bigger than what, what he already is. Yeah, um, absolutely. As far as personnel goes, you, you, know, you mentioned Norman Powell. Norman Powell, I don't give him a bye, but I don't expect him to be great from the get-go. I'm honestly embarrassed of OG. Like, because we came on here last 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 week, this and we said, said this this contract is so good. This contract, it is good. a good contract. It, it, he's gonna work into it. I I thought he's gonna grow into it. I want him to be averaging maybe fifteen points, become a great three and D player. And I'm like, you know what? That contract is fulfilled. He, it's he two just, games. It's two games, hundred percent. But you get that money, you better show up those two games. And it's, we were we rode from him. We he rode got the bag. from him. He's hung over. Doesn't matter. And and it, it, it's not just it's not just OG. It's the trio, the new core. Oh, I'm gonna Fred, say Fred's coming off 27 and 10. That's he's, yeah, one game. That's great. I'm, one listen, of two games. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying like this is gonna be the whole way. You know, this is how they're gonna play the whole season. But I'm kind of looking for them to like. I thought they were gonna jump start from the get go and have that. You know, they they have the continuity. They have the coaching continuity. They have the team chemistry already. There's no excuse as to why they shouldn't be playing well from the get-go. 100% is two games. Anything we say right now, it's two games. You know, like, we're jumping the gun. We're being very critical on the Raptors. But at the same time, like, we expected better from the get-go. And yeah. and you put your money into these three young guys, which I think is a great move. You know, we both support that move. But it sucks to see the inconsistency in how they're playing. And, you know, one, one of them will have a good game, and then the other won't. And you just want to see them all on the same page. Yeah, a bunch of it does fall on Nick Nurse as well. He's got to be able to get his guys going, get his guys in in positions to be successful. Um, so it, it, I think it's just it's very like we said, two games is very early on. They're still trying to find out how they want to play as a team. The Raptors lost two key guys in Mark and, and Serge, so you have to make up for that. But I was like, those are all excuses that we can make, and you know we can accept those excuses. Fine, but. The way the Raptors came out that first game and how sluggish they looked, like in the second half, they looked like they had no energy. They they looked like they were not in shape. They looked like, and obviously being in game shape is different than being in, in, in quote unquote, I want to say summer shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just didn't look like they were wanting to play. They looked so rusty, so sluggish. It was like, I was hoping they would come out with more of a fight. 
You know, it was it was a it was a grimy game. They were fighting, but they just didn't fight till the end. I think they yeah. gave up really, really early. Let, let's cut to the chase, though, because you want to talk about Pascal Siakam. That's why we're here. Mm. So I'm going to give you the floor, but I want you to talk about your frustrations with Pascal, mm. our max guy, our our franchise <laughs> guy, Pascal, the documentary guy. Yeah, listen, talk to me. I okay. I just like, I feel like I'm coming off as a Raptor hater today, but I don't want to be like I I just expect a lot from the team, and you know, I know that the team expects even more than what I would expect. Like, who am I in general to expect what, what I'm expecting, right? But listen, Pascal, buddy, I'm looking right at you. I expected you to come back this season with the offseason. Obviously, the offseason is very short, but come back with something new. Maybe a little mid-range jumper. Maybe a way improved three-point shot. I know he did hit a bunch of threes um, in, the, in the first two games. But from... Just like the eye test and seeing how you're playing, your game didn't change. You still get the ball on the floor, try to uh, get the ball in the post, try to post up, try to do your spin move. Great attack, but we need more. We need to see a mid-range game. We need to see a more complete game. We need to see a more handle. We need to see you be able to create your own shot and not have people dump the ball into you in the post and then you work. I need you to see. I need you. I need to see you make plays for others. I need to see you on the defensive end. So there's a lot of gaps in pascal's game i don't know he made a whole documentary this this offseason and i watched the first episode i'm like okay yo he's determined like this is going to be good he's going to come back this season with with something new even demar Derozan, man every year he came back with something new he was athletic had no shot no jump shot came with a with a mid-range jump shot no handle came back with a better handle tried to shoot the three tried to improve the three he tried to do it but i'm just not seeing the effort there and Pascal expanding his game. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're not wrong. I mean, it is tough because it feels like it's kind of carrying over from the bubble. Yeah. That the lack of aggression, the just he's all over the place offensively. His he doesn't really seem coordinated. Yeah. It's it's really like uh, it's kind of awkward to watch. You know, as you're watching it happen, you're like, okay, like this is kind of weird. And then he's taking the last last shot of the game, and we need big shots to be made and it's just not looking good. The takes aren't looking good. Like you said, his game kind of looks like it feels right now. And I know this isn't the case because he's young and he improves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels right now that we, he's hit a ceiling. Oh, that's that's dangerous. That is a dangerous. It's a that's, dangerous, that's it's a dangerous how it, thing to happen. You know, to like, happen I, I didn't want to feel like that, obviously. And it is two games. And I'm not going to say we have hit a ceiling. But I'm saying when you come back looking like the same guy from the bubble in terms of you look figured out. Yeah. You look yeah. figured out. Okay, yeah, you're not having fun because you're figured out. Mm-hmm. It's not fun when you're figured out. And that's what it feels like. So I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's it's going to be a good season, 72 games, um, and I think we're going to make the playoffs. I mean, we I, should be able to make the playoffs. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a really big rebuilding season. And it's and by rebuild, I mean it's we're weird investing. Weird rebuild because we've got three long-term guys. But that's what I'm saying. Like we're in, the, the rebuild, has it's been rebuilt but we have to invest a lot of reps, a lot of run in those core three guys. Kyle Lowry, I don't care what he does. He's untouchable. Yeah. If he just shows up in the play, if he doesn't His play effort all, is also there every time. If he doesn't if he doesn't play a single game all season and shows up in the playoffs, I'll be like, "Thank you, Lowry." He's untouchable. He's he's proven himself. I was I was expecting Lowry to take more of a step back this year and just be the leader. 
you know, we still need him to perform at a very high level, but I want him to be the leader for these guys, and I want these guys to perform on a high level. These are the guys who need to get the reps in. You know, and we don't know what Lowry's future is, so that's why I wanted them to get used to being the stars or being yeah. the main components of the team. Yeah. Lowry can take a step back and just lead. And, you know, you saw his frustration in, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was the Pelicans game or the or the Spurs game, but in the timeout, he slaps the, the, the chair and the chair falls. Like, you see his frustration because he expects better, which is which I was happy to see. So I'm really looking at these three guys. I'm looking at Norm as well. Chris Boucher, Chris Boucher, um, you know, great, up, man. great outing last game. That's what we need. Next man up kind of mentality. Aaron Baines, I need you to be better. Um, Matt Thomas shut me up last game. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't, you know, I'm not high on the on the Matt Thomas ahead of Terrence Davis in the rotation. I understand the there's Terrence a bunch Davis of thing is it's, so it's, sticky. It, it's sticky. I understand, but you made a great point and you said if you're not gonna play him good minutes, don't don't play, play him. him. He doesn't. He doesn't need one two minute runs, especially with his sticky situation. Keep him on the bench. Yeah, it, it I understand that. Like, are you allowed to play him or not? Are you just doing yeah. this to punish him, or what's going on? Yeah. You either don't play him or you play him properly. He's a good player. He can contribute to a team mm-hmm. if he's gonna play. So I don't know what's going on in that situation. I don't really want to get into that. Um, let's wrap it up because we're not a Raptors cast. Before uh, before we finish, um, let's. What did Nick Nurse call out, uh, or what was the gist of the of the of the quote that yeah. Nick Nurse said about Norman Powell? Just Essentially, he, he said, "Let's get let's get honest." I mean, he hasn't really shown anything since the preseason regular season. He hasn't picked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he trusts that he's going to because he's proven to, but he is calling him out on pretty much not being there, not being engaged, and. It's looking rough, man. It's looking rough, but I think we're going to get it figured out. I, we just, like you said, we need to find a way where Fred and Pascal can play really well together. Exactly. Not that. where one guy's 27, the other's 15, and then one guy's 30, the other's 18. No, we need to find a way to get both guys to be 25 to 30. If, if Fred, maybe 22 to 25 for Fred. For both. But man. I think Pascal, 25 to 30 is a very reasonable. I, I mean, at this point, I think this year we're going to get the most amount of. 30 point per game scores in NBA history. Oh, the way, in the, the way, in the yeah, league in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 25 to 30 points for a max guy, man, you're getting the ball enough. You should be able to do it. It's not so much about being the max guy, though, but I don't think his game is 25 to 30. Of course, it, sh- it should be. It, it should be, but no, should seeing, be. seeing how he's come back and it's still the same post ups and then he'll take the three as well. I was more, I had more, I had 22 to 25 for both. If they can do that, both of them, and then you have OG averaging 15, which is what I, I'm expecting him to average, Kyle Lowry 15 as well, like that's a very good spread across the team. So, you know, we both have, you know, high hopes for the Raptors. Don't get it wrong. We're not here to come on and, and just, you know, give them flack and, and give them a lot of crap. We just, we, these are things that we expected to happen. And yeah, it's, it's not shaky, happening. But... So it's, it's been frustrating to watch and see it all unfold. Yeah. Let's let's move on from the Raptors because uh, there's a lot to talk about, yeah. and we don't want to you, you know be here for six hours and, <laughs> we and can talk be. about it, even though we can. Yeah. Uh, but Christmas Day, man, was just very very disappointing from a competitive sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like it at all. The every team I think had lost by minimum thirteen points. The Warriors lost by forty. The Celtics lost by thirty. Yeah. The the Mavs lost by twenty five. Like yeah. it was not competitive. Uh, the, I found the selection of games was more about selling the players rather than selling the competition. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely better matchups that you could have found. You know, Warriors, Bucks. 
The Warriors are trash. They man. didn't. The NBA didn't even sell the storylines. The Warriors are trash. Let's no, call it what it is. We'll get into that. We'll get. Let's into call that. it what it is, and we are going to get into that yeah. in, in more depth. But the Warriors are just bad, man. Mm. Like, I don't know, man. I, and I think we talked about when they scheduled it. Okay, prior to Giannis signing, oh, is Giannis going to go to the Warriors? Yeah. And then we have a healthy Clay, Steph, and Draymond. Yeah. But then obviously things changed. He signs the extensions, and Clay and Dre are out. So there's a lot of factors, right? But uh, Christmas Day was just terrible, man. Like, what's going on? Is I, this? I, I don't think they exploited the 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 rivalries or the storylines. They didn't even have time. Well enough, they didn't have much time. But there's some things that are uh, that are a bit more glaring. I would have liked to see Lakers Clippers on Christmas Day as a as yeah to as opening, a night. opening night. I, I understand the importance of opening night as well, but you can move that to Christmas Day. That's a bigger day. You're gonna get your money on Christmas Day. So the Clippers Nuggets to me, I get that rivalry because of the three one and everything. So that was okay. Um, I didn't understand the Heat Pelicans. I was hoping maybe a Heat Lakers Bucks. Heat Heat Bucks Lakers Heat rematch finals rematch. You have you have that option. The Nets and Celtics I thought was a great rivalry. It, it's, it's Kyrie coming back, you know. Um, also Nets Warriors could have been done, but that was already done on the opening night. But that just ended up being a blowout because once again we'll get into this later. But the Nets just look unbelievable. Um, and Lakers Mavs like why? LeBron loves Luka. Luka loves LeBron. What are you? You're not exploiting any storyline. You're not exploiting any rivalry. There's no competition. So the the day as a whole, I I say like there was what five games on that day. They yeah. went two for five. D minus two for grading. five at, at best. They went and it, it just two was for five. What games? Like like good games, decent games. Like no, I think they were they all two bad. for five. But like it's it, it just was very disappointing to see how lackluster it was yeah. it was it's it was yo, terrible man I'm t- i waited years to stay home on christmas day and not go to any events no yeah. parties no stuff no nothing and i was like damn this could have been way 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 better yeah it was it was terrible but i mean there are some things we can take away from this okay yeah um one being obviously the lakers are untouchable they're the best team in the league bar none mm-hmm. they blew out you know another team last night i can't even remember the team they played last night who did they play last night? But they they Wolves? they won. The yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota without cat without blew them cat. out. Yeah. It was just the Lakers are just bullies. They're on a different level. Mm-hmm. You can't compete with them. Mm-hmm. It looks like the Warriors all over again. They're just so good. Um, and another team that looks really really good and and we're gonna talk about this right now is the Brooklyn Nets, brother. Wow. The Brooklyn wow. Nets, that Kyrie uh, KD tandem is looking really really good. Yep. And Kyrie is outscoring KD. Which is very shocking to me, but the way I I'm seeing it, like KD is an automatic bucket, and he's he's so efficient, and so has Kyrie. Kyrie has been so efficient, but the way KD gets his buckets is so much simpler because he can just rise up and shoot over anybody. He doesn't have to wheel and deal, cross over, and and, and do all that work. But KD to me, he's moving at like ninety percent. That's the scary part. Like I see him moving on the court. I'm like, he looks great. He looks healthy. He doesn't look like he's trying. And that's the scary part is that they're going to get even better. And we've talked about this numerous times. Every time a Nets game is up, they're 1 through 10 deep. Deep. They have guys that can come in and fill any role. They have DeAndre who gives them good minutes. They have Jared Allen who can start at the center position. Joe Harris, who I have on fantasy, who's (laughs) who's just shooting and and getting buckets. Karis LeVert, who off the bench. Walking bucket. Off the bench, he's the guy. He's getting ten to fifteen shot attempts a game off the bench. He's probably going to start now, though. With and then, unfortunately, Dinwiddie 
you know, that's Spence. our guy too. Like we love Dinwiddie, and and he he has a partial tear in his ACL, I believe it is. And yeah, he's out for the year. He he got injured in the first game as well. He had a, I, I think it was a shoulder injury. Um, I think he got tangled up in, uh, down low. So he's been kind of having a rough season, but I think he's out for the season now. And, tough, and and that's tough, but you know, Karis LeVert will fill in even more of a role there. Um, and they just got quality, and you know, Steve Nash has been he's been looking good. He's been able to figure it out. Yeah. And and in, I remember after the first game, KD are uh, in the preseason. Kyrie took back what he said about Steve Nash. Great sign for him to admit that and be able to do that. And then I saw a video on Instagram of, I think Kyrie giving um, Steve Nash the game ball. After the first win, he's like, "This is this is for you. This is because of you." And I was like, "Holy oh, crap!" Oh, so he recognizes that he has a coach now. I guess he finally recognizes he has a coach. So there you go. Their it's dynamic, what it takes. their dynamic has been unbelievable. I love it, and it's what dangerous. About, it's when dangerous you really basketball. look at it, they added, they took a playoff team and they added two superstars to it. But you don't always think the fit will be there. That's the big question. And, it was, and, yeah. and you see with with Kyrie more because KD's like KD can fit anywhere. KD's like a LeBron to me, and I think it's time to give KD those flowers, man. He's that guy. He don't want to do that. He's that guy, man. KD is KD's a bucket, and he fits in any system. And he's not ball dominant. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he plays defense. Like for a guy, it was unfortunate he got dunked on <laughs> by Terry Rozier last night. But, Scary Terry. But it was it was it was a it was amazing finish. But listen, KD still went up to go try and block that. And from a superstar, that's you. Could, that's more than what you can ask them to do. Yeah. So it, you know, KD wants to play defense. Kyrie looks locked in, looks so happy to be there. He had his little media rumblings in the beginning, but they're just they just all fit so well. Yeah. It's yeah. so dangerous to see. So you said the Lakers are untouchable. I don't know, man. The Nets, the way they're looking now, the looks Nets like are that's just a, it's a final. The matchup. Nets just are very reliant on health and their health to very important guys. Like KD is still coming off a very serious injury at the end of the day. Sure. He still looks really good, but a body is a body. You know he's torn an ACL, torn an Achilles, Achilles yeah. and that's the reality. So he needs to be healthy. Kyrie, health. Kyrie's never been healthy, yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be healthy, and and that's what it comes down to. The Lakers just like AD. Yes, he had health issues, but he's you know he's not playing today. He's not playing. And they're going to be controlling Thanks. his minutes, man. They have Gasol, they have Montrez. Yeah, they're going to be controlling his minutes. And LeBron is LeBron, and we got to just you know when you look at the risks. Brooklyn has higher risk. So when I look at the Lakers, man, like, first of all, the Clippers, I don't even take them seriously anymore after last night. Wow. Down 50 wow. at halftime. Bro. At halftime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even cut the deficit. The Yo, 50 at halftime means Luka's not really playing in the second half. And you couldn't cut the deficit. They still lost by 50. You couldn't cut the deficit. I'm just trying to think of, like, Serge, like, calling Kawhi into his room, like, bro. What did you get me into, bro? He told me to leave. <laughs> he told me to leave. What's good? It, w- it was sad to see. That's it's, so embarrassing, It's hard man. to score 50 points. In a, I Shout mean, out to it's, Doc it's, Rivers. It's easier now to score 50 points and a half than it was than it's ever been before, but it's still hard to score 50 points and a half in NBA basketball. You got 50 and a half. 77 to 27. Bro, I was watching. I'm like, this is a joke. And, and, and then Paul George comes in after the game. He's like, I take full responsibility. It was a, I loved my Christmas. I'm like, what? <laughs> What, what are you talking I about? I had a Christ- great Christmas. A good, bro, nobody asked you. Nobody cares about Christmas like, right now. Like, they should have asked him, I mean, from a human standpoint. But, like, bro, it sounds like you're deflecting. Yeah, absolutely. And I ate a lot. You know, I was it, distracted. It's, it's, I didn't, and I, you know, I got, I, I, I recently, I just went onto Twitter and I'm like, there's no way 
this Clippers team, even the last year's Clippers team, is better than that 2019 Raptors championship team without Kawhi. Or this Kawhi, year. 17 and 5. Or this championship team. Or this, this team right now. Like, like you put you take off you take Kawhi off any of those Raptors teams, we're still a number three, four seed throughout the whole season during those seasons. The Clippers aren't even. Did it look like a playoff team last? Uh, yeah. that last night I think it was or or two nights ago. Like, so it's it the just Clippers. Bad. It have a lot. The, Luke Kennard, sixty four million dollar man, twenty nine minutes. Two for 11, seven points. That was a very – we were already talking about that signing. That was a very confusing signing. But the, I can't the, believe the, it. The Clippers keep on just regressing and regressing and regressing, and they want to be taken more seriously. You have two seriously. superstars in your hands. Can you imagine giving Masai two superstars and being like, I have all the money in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Build. The richest owner. The richest owner, Build. too. Yeah. Can you imagine, man? It, you think Masai is going to take 64 mil knock on Luke Kennard's door? Why? Come on, bro. Who would? I don't Come know on, man. It was very embarrassing. Uh, so another another thing we want to talk about, which we said we, we'll talk about, is the Warriors. Oh, they are trash. <laughs> they 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 pulled out the um the 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 game winning shot last night. Damian, uh, Damian Lee. Lee, I think Andre Godala just tweeted Sidel Curry, or which is yo Sidel husband, bro. Mad disrespectful, bro. Come on, just let the dude have yo, his moment, bro. Come on. I, yes, it is disrespectful to the outside world, but I guarantee it's an inside joke thing because they were was, teammates. He, yeah, they were teammates. They were in the Warriors organ. Yeah, so but. Like they pulled that by the skin of their teeth. Like they finally got a win. Yeah, against the Bulls. It's it's tough for them because they are missing Draymond. They are missing Clay. So I do wanna, I do really wanna, but factor that. But in a does lot. Draymond turn this team around? Draymond Clay? by himself, no. But Clay and Draymond, yes. I don't think so, man. Kelly Oubre has been a shell of what he was in Phoenix, which he's all for thirty nine from shots that aren't dunks, which is which is very tough. And then uh, and then Andrew Wiggins just doesn't want to play basketball anymore. And I I, I I said like this guy has an amazing opportunity this season to literally revive his career. You could be the number two guy beside a Hall of Fame point guard who will get you your stuff and a, a, a yeah. good coach or what we believe to be is a good coach in Steve Kerr, and he still doesn't want doesn't look like he wants to take that step. Yeah, see. The issue with the Warriors, and I think that now that the dust has settled, it's easy now to look back and realize where that 2015 success came from. Because 2017 onward, KD, right? You have KD on that team. Yeah. That's that's the reason. Like, that's the glaring reason. But 2015, they won it without KD. And you look back and you're like, okay, well, why did they win it? Um, first and foremost, they were number one in defense in the yeah. league. Yeah. I think now they're like 29-30. They're trash. They, have anybody they can't stop anybody. Yeah. So that's the first thing. And why did Clay and Steph see so much success? Like Clay has sixty point nights where he's dribbling ten times. Yeah, yeah. So that is the definition of someone who doesn't create a shot for himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Steph Curry can ish create a shot for himself. Oh, yeah, he definitely but he's, can. He definitely can. His game is known for his running through the screens, constant movement, and just. They set perfect screens for him. Yeah. So those two guys, their greatness is contingent on basketball IQ mm-hmm. on their teammates. So you look at their team. He has Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Andrew Bogut, Draymond Green. Uh, there's other names that I'm I'm not yeah, yeah, off yeah, the top yeah. of my head, but these are very high IQ guys. These are guys who can fit in a system. But now you're you got Marquise Chris, who's out for the season now. Mm-hmm. But Andrew Wiggins, low IQ. Kelly Oubre, 
low yeah, IQ. Low IQ, lower. Pascal, I don't really know much about him. He could be like decent IQ, but he's not Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala. They had like, vets. They had legitimate yeah. vets who and knew Steph how and to Clay play. are such. They're not superstars. I think they're like they're like super all stars because Steph can't take over a game. Steph is not James Harden. He's not Trey Young even. Steph is wow. just wow. Yeah, because Trey Young's Young a better shot creator, in my opinion. Trey Young, yeah. Trae like, Young, I don't know I what think, happened to Steph. Did he forget to play? I don't. I, does he not want to play well, anymore? This is what it is. I think. I think we are starting to see how Steph's job was a lot easier because he had a lot of guys around him who were threats. These guys were threats. Even when you bring in a guy like Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Andre Iguodala, by the way, was Andrew an all-star. Barbosa. Andre Iguodala was an all-star, so he's no like he's coming off the bench. He's not a scrub. He's a he's a legitimate vet you have on your team that can produce. Clay Thompson stretches the floor for you. Draymond Green sets you those dirty screens, makes those make makes the makes the plays run, makes those plays happen. He had Steph had a lot of guys who, like you said, had IQ, knew how to play, and were creating for him. And, and we, were, we can't were there forget for him. like someone the podcast loves too, Festouche. Festouche, bro, come on, <laughs> Festouche was there setting you those screens, Festouche. bro. So Steph is struggling because the guys around him aren't trained to play with him, aren't trained to play around him. Steve Kerr is struggling because these he's trying to implement. His system or how maybe they used to play with veteran guys, with yeah. these young guys who haven't really done anything in the league. You know, Kelly Oubre has been great, hasn't been a great foot, a great a great fit. Andrew Wiggins. He's been awful. And Andrew Wiggins, has he's forever, like, potential. You know what I mean? Like, this is his year. This there, is was, year. there was now a headline. No more. There was a headline last night on the, on the I think it was the... The Bulls broadcast. Yeah, it was the title was replacing Clay Thompson with bricks, and it was three point on the season. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was like two for eleven, and Ubre was zero for whatever. Because yeah. he's he's over he's over thirty nine. Over thirty nine, yeah, yeah. On anything five yeah. feet or, or above, which is like kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Um, as a wing. Yeah. So that's it's very it's very weird, and at the end of the day, Steph is not James Harden. Uh, and speaking of James Harden, that James man, Harden. that yeah. man's the goat. He's a bad, <laughs> boy. He's a bad goat. boy, bro. So they had their first game postponed because obviously COVID nineteen protocol. They didn't play the <laughs> the Thunder, uh, but then, man, they went and they showed down against the Blazers. What a game that was! Yeah, forty four points, seventeen assists from your boy James. This, this is him, fresh off the. Fresh off everything. Fresh, fresh off, off being fat, traveling, you know. Fresh off being at the at the clubs. At the fresh clubs. off not doing anything this in the offseason, being lazy. Work. Oh, should we trade him? Should, oh, or oh, is he going to be a good fit for the Raptors? Oh, I don't think well, he's going to be a good fit. Forty-four points, <laughs> seventeen assists in his first game out. Man, this guy's a stud. Like you can't stop James Harden. It, you can't. It doesn't matter who's with him, who's around him, who's Christian Wood, him. though. That's your guy. That's, that's my guy. And we'll get 31 points. We'll get into him. But, but man, James Harden, what's it, going on here? It, it's unreal to, for, you know, people say he's fat. And I, we saw, like, he looked fat, but he came out and played like James Harden Photoshop plays. did him dirty, I think. Maybe, but he still looks a bit bigger. And he know, you know he hasn't been practicing. You know he hasn't been, he hasn't been putting in the work in the offseason. So, but he's a guy. Who, he's a hooper. He just comes in. Doesn't need practicing nothing. I'm a hooper. C- comes in, drops 40 on your head. With doesn't matter he he hasn't been, he's barely practiced with this team he's very played around this team so from Houston standpoint yo I don't if he can make it work in Houston with John Wall with Demarcus who both are out because of COVID and whatever Christian Wood's a very good young piece and Eric he, Gordon Eric Gordon and PJ Christian, Tucker Christian Wood is my is my MIP hopefully this season because he balled out and he, I think 
James Harden will make him a lot better and give him a lot more opportunities. And if I'm James Harden, I would really consider staying there, man, and staying there for at least a one more year and see what you can do with this team. You've got some really good pieces around you. If they let you ball out and play like this and average 30, 35, why would you leave? Right? And and there's a, there's been a lot of James Harden slander, and we've been we've been on it too. Like, yo, he doesn't look good, doesn't look in condition. He can gain 40 pounds and still drop 40. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't yeah, matter. 44 points, 17 assists. CJ McCollum answered him back, 44 points. Um Man, a lot of a lot of people are hating on CJ, man. I'm seeing they're like, oh, CJ does this one or two nights a year, yeah. and then he goes back to being trash. And I'm like, man, like Portland has built a playoff culture over the last yeah. seven, eight years. I don't, I don't know about no CJ being trash. Like, I think CJ is not, he's not the best, and he doesn't. I don't think people think he's the best, but he's a nice, he's a nice player. He's a good. I mean, he's not going to give you 44 every time, but I mean, those nights where Dame doesn't come through, he he won't ever be an all star. He won't ever be an all star because there's just better wings and better twos in, in front the of West. Him. Yeah, but he's still a very good two to have. Like he's like a he. You give him big money on the on a Portland team because you need him to be there. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I don't think he's trash. I wouldn't say he's trash. I think you know. I kind of expect CJ to erupt a few games uh, a season and then you expect you expect him to average maybe 20 to 25 points a game after that like throughout the season to average out um you know so this is nothing new from CJ I think something that we should you know, really talk about is the teams that aren't expected to do well and the players that haven't been expected to do well or aren't on the radar they've been showing out this last week you know you've got Indiana 3 and 0 I believe it is you got Orlando 3 and 0 you got Cleveland 3 and 0 doesn't matter who you faced, NBA basketball, whatever. They didn't play playoff teams. I don't care. They're three and zero. Young guys are getting buckets. Colin Sexton balling. Darius Garland balling. Trey Young. Trey, that bro, John that, Morant. Let's stop for the let's stop for the Atlanta Hawks because number one, my Christmas Day feedback. I would have loved to see the Atlanta Hawks oh. play on Christmas Day. I would have loved Atlanta, to see that, bro. Trey Young, John Morant. Zion, John Moran. Even Trey Young against Doncic. That's the the draft rivalry is there. There's stories there. Why why not? Yeah, that's that's actually why a good not? one. Yeah. So and they've and we've talked about it before and we're gonna still talk about it. They've built a playoff team in one in one summer. They they were they were gonna be six to eight They're seed, so deep. But they and they play beautiful basketball. They got guys who know how to play the game. You know, so like Kevin Herter is a top scorer for them. And he's like, he's a three push. He, he, he was hot. He's he was hot. a good young prospect. Cam Reddish is a good young prospect. DeAndre Hunter is a good young prospect. Then you add Gallinari, who's a vet, who knows how to play the game. You Clint add Capella. Uh, Boggy, who knows how to play the game. And then you have um, Rondo. You have Capella. You have Rondo, who's a great uh, veteran. And then you Chris have. Chris Dunn's injured for them, but he's there. You have Collins, too. Collins, who wasn't able to agree to a deal, who's still a budding star ish. Yeah, John Collins. But he can, he can play. So I don't the, think people even know about that. Talk, talk about that deal thing. Uh, I believe that it was a it was a it was a max ex- what's a max extension? I believe million? it was ninety. It wasn't max. It was ninety million. Which and hey, he John, wanted the max, so John, he turned it down. Apparently, buddy, you're getting this 90, is reported ninety over five. I don't know what the. I, I just know that the report was he turned down ninety because he wanted the max. He turned down ninety because he wanted the max. John, buddy, you better play the hell out of the season. If you're if you're turning down ninety million, I, yep. If I'm John Collins, the way he plays and his size. He can definitely improve, and I think he could definitely outgrow a ninety or grow or, or almost outgrow a ninety. But that's bro, you're getting ninety million, and you haven't really done anything yet. You're on potential. So for me, I think they should have been able to come to an agreement on that ninety million. John yeah. Collins, listen, you're betting yourself. I get it. I understand. You want more money? You better play the hell out of the season. And he's good enough. 
He's good enough to get ninety million. I don't know if he's good enough to get more though. Yeah. No, it's been it's been a very interesting first weekend. Even like yesterday, uh, the Bucks got thirty by the Knicks. Wow. The what Bucks a, got thirty outing. by the Knicks, and Philly got twenty by the Cavs. It's, the Clippers got fifty by the Mavs. The Mavs are a good team, but come on. There's a, it, yeah it, it, these young guys, man. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett's been balling. He's been playing really, really well, and he's kind of taking that next step, which is very impressive. But it's 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 a lot of I think the league is so much more talented now. There's so much young prospects back in like you know back in the early 2000s, even in the early 2010s, it was really around having veteran guys. They really valued having veteran guys. Now it's hey, let's keep one, let's keep two veteran guys, and let's just have prospects. You look at Orlando. How young is that team? Markel Fultz is there. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony is there. The, your young Terrence guy. Ross is their vet. Terrence and he's young. Vooch is their vet. By the way, Terrence Ross has been balling out of his mind. <laughs> Hasn't been doing much other than scoring. 25 points scoring. a game, baby. He's been scoring out of his mind. So, you know, these are young teams that, you know, Aaron Gordon is a vet, and he's probably, what, maybe 27, 28? Like, yeah. Charlotte's got a lot of young budding talent. Charlotte just beat Brooklyn last night. Huge win for them. Yeah. Huge win for them. And um, just, they stay, they stay disciplined. And it, 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 it's... And that's the thing. In this league now... Miles Bridges is balling. In this league now, Miles Bridges is balling. Both Bridges are, are balling, honestly. And so in this league now, you got to come... You can't underestimate any team. Any team can come and give you buckets. You, you, and, and that Knicks-Bucks matchup is a pure example of it. Where the difference lies and where I will agree with you on the Lakers being untouchable is they see a team that they, 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 they should probably underestimate and they go in and they destroy them. They had they had the Timberwolves with cat uh, without cat last night. Forty. They went in and destroyed them, and that's what a championship team needs to do. Forty. You got to come in and take care of business against the teams that you should take care of business against, and get those reps in and get and listen. You forty guys, you give rest to LeBron. You give rest to AD when he needs it. You give you give you let Marcus All play less minutes. You give more run for THT, a guy who wants more run, right? A guy, um, we give more run to Caruso, who a guy who wants more run. So. There's been a lot. There's a lot of talent in this league now, man, and it's and it's it's crazy to watch because you never know what you're gonna get on a given night. Yeah, for you sure. Never know. And let's talk a, a little bit about the Wizards, man. Zero and three. Wow. That Beal, that Beal Russ thing is is not that it's not working out, but man, Washington two through ten is terrible. I mean three through ten. Three through ten. Who are you giving the three to? You got you got Russ. You got Bradley Beal. That's it. All three two. Oh, three, two, oh three, two, yeah. <laughs> like pretty much everyone yeah, yeah. but those but, two yeah, guys. Yeah. Is pretty bad, and it, it's not a it's not a cohesive team. It's not going to work. Russ is going to get you his triple doubles, but it's not going to work. Brad's giving you thirty five a game again. Yeah, there's just nobody else, man. There's no they start a guy there. named Isaac Bonga. You know, the other night they had two guys on their starting lineup, or not their starting. Sorry, they had two guys play over ten minutes. Yeah, zero points each. Yeah, how are you both in the NBA playing? One guy played nineteen minutes. You couldn't get a bucket, but that's also that also might be just opportunity. You got you got two ball heavy guys on that team, man. Russ is not going to get the ball. Brad double is digit not, assists a game, but and Brad's the only other guy shooting and scoring. Who's going to be getting those assists? Probably a big man, because it's all dumps. Davis Bertans, you, know, you paid Bertans. him big money, and where's he at? No, he's been decent. He's been decent. He's been he's been putting up. He's been, he hasn't been putting up money numbers like that. Like Thomas Bryant, numbers. when is he ever going to come through? Like we're like it's a you poorly know, constructed team. It's a that's it's a, a bad team, part. man. It's it's a tough mm-hmm. team. They're zero and three. There's it's weird. The first couple, like for example, like okay, Andre Drummond, contract year, yeah, killing it, yeah, double double. They're three and zero, oh, 
But really, let, let, over the next 10 games, mm. you know, what are we thinking? I'm going to go to their schedule, but do you think Cleveland's going to pan out? Do you think all of a sudden, you know, the, Vegas had them over under 22? 22 wins. It's still it's still too early to see, and that's the that's the scary part of it is that, you know, it's it's still too early to see if this is real basketball essentially because other teams are still starting up. They're still trying to get in their groove. Cleveland had the longest off season of the in the NBA. They didn't play in the bubble. They didn't like, play. Okay. they're rested. They and they know what they're doing. They they're already a cohesive unit, so they're well in advance of where their team should be compared to other teams. What's the schedule looking like? The next ten, they got the Knicks, the Pacers, the Hawks. Two Orlando's, two Memphis, and Milwaukee. So it's not a crazy tough schedule, but it, what do you mean? Two Orlando, that's tough. Oh, Orlando's been tough, yeah. Two Memphis, tough. Okay, tough, 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 tough. Milwaukee. I mean, after Atlanta. You don't think you don't, they shouldn't win a game? Yeah, they shouldn't win a game. You're, I they know. Should, that's they what should I mean. not win a game. They, so they start three and zero. They got the Knicks. They should beat the Knicks. Okay, I'll give them the Knicks. Okay, fair. But then the Knicks even just came off a 20-point route of the Bucks, So who knows anymore? But, I mean, is it sustainable? Like, there's a lot of good young talent, and it's gonna be, it's such a toss-up. That's why I think, like, the Raptors starting at 0-2. Okay, it's not the worst thing, but, man, like you said, you can't have an off night. Yeah. You have 10 less games. You have 10 teams now who can make the playoffs. Yeah. Come on, man. It's a way It's a tough league this year, man. There's, a, like, a lot of, a lot of young guys. And I think we got to give some honorable mentions out. Uh, John Moran's been balling out of his mind. Ooh, like, yes. 44 points, 28 points. Trey Young, balling out of balling his mind. Out. Shout out to Markel Fultz at 26 points. Mm-hmm. I mean. The young guys are coming up, and the, the league is in good hands, but. A lot of buckets. A lot a lot of guys who can score, a lot of guys who can create, and they've seen the, the older generation. Like, they've seen the Stephs. They've seen, they've seen the Gordon Kings. Hayward had they a pretty know. good game. What do you have? 28-8-7 or something like that against uh, Brooklyn. Hey. They won. Hey, that's money's worth. That's that's, that's exactly like I was thinking. That I was looking at it. Worth. This is exactly what they brought him here for. Yeah, absolutely. To be the, the the leading scorer on this team to help yeah. them win against big teams. Yeah, they have. I like them, man. They look well coached. They have a good. Uh, they have good prospects. Definitely, like we're gonna we're definitely gonna. Terry Rozier is having a good start to the year. Yeah, he's having a ball. He had yeah. forty in the first game. Yeah, right? he's he, coming down to earth. He has like 20, 19, 20 His last two. Still, but he's still balling. He's, hard, he's efficient. He's efficient. He's over fifty from the field. So there's a lot of exciting things and a lot of things to look forward to. It's been it's been fun. It's yeah. been fast paced. Yeah, very um, fast. But I think uh, I think that's it for our agenda, man. Is there anything else we want to discuss before you wrap it up? Not for now. It, it's been it, it's been a good week. Another good week. Absolutely. Another good. Uh, even tonight. Tonight is a is a jam packed night with with a bunch of games. You sent me you sent me a bunch of games Big that we're gonna watch. Tonight, so yep. um, it's gonna be an interesting night. And then, like I said, we we don't know what's gonna happen anymore. Like the teams that we thought aren't gonna win games, they're winning games. So there'll be definitely a lot more to talk about for uh, sure in, uh, throughout the season. For sure. And with that being said, listeners, happy new year. Yes. Happy new year. Happy new year to you and yours. Be safe. And thank you for supporting. We will come at you next episode.